Gregory Byers, and this is Successful Associations Today. My guest is Dave Will, a longtime association professional who works with associations as a technology entrepreneur. He discovered the association space in the early 2000s when he was building his first company, which you may have heard of, Peach New Media, which made a learning management system called Freestone, now owned by Community Brands. Dave's now working on a new technology called Prop Fuel that helps association capture the voice of the member to improve member engagement with feedback and sentiment analysis. And that's exactly why I asked him to be my guest today. Dave, welcome. Hey, Mary Byers, how are you? I'm good, and I am anxious to talk about this emerging aspect of connecting with members. Um, you, when you and I first talked, you mentioned the words feedback automation strategy, and those three words have been stuck in my head since. What exactly is this, and why is it important? So it's really interesting you say that it's it's been stuck in your head because that kind of implies it's a new approach to things, which is both good and bad. You know, on one hand, it's awesome to be innovative and have a new approach to doing something. On the other hand, it requires a fair amount of education on the market. So the prop fuel, we've been trying to figure out how do we show the market that this is actually just a, a slightly different approach to member engagement. So we are what I consider to be the evolution of surveys and it's feedback automation is all about capturing feedback on a continuous basis from a very specific group of people to drive their behaviors in certain direction and to gain insight that understands the sentiment around a member's uh, situation at any given point along the member journey. Right, there's a lot of words right there, but it's all about capturing sentiment at several points throughout the member journey. That's what PropFuel does. PropFuel catches sentiment throughout the member journey, which is really, really important because most associations, if not all associations, focus on transactional behavioral data. But transactional behavioral data tell you nothing about why somebody is doing what they're doing. It's a sentiment data that tells you why they're doing what they're doing. And that's why it's so important to incorporate sentiment data into your decision-making. All right. So, so let's unpack that because there was a lot there. One piece of this a is- A lot of buzzwords, huh? Maybe, maybe too many buzz. I got to figure out how to tone that down a bit. Well, uh, we tell well, you stuff about your members. Yeah. Let, let's see what we can do here. Automation is important because then it is basically on autopilot. So- it's happening yeah. regularly, and yeah. that's an important piece of this. And if somebody doesn't have to remember to do it, and it's just built into the system, there's there's a benefit there. So the feedback piece of this is important too. And I think you, uh, one of the things I want to uh, highlight is the fact that you said feedback across the lifetime of a member. So mm. this this isn't just at the beginning part of a membership. And we are gonna talk about how it can be beneficial when you're onboarding members, but this is always and continuously listening to members and gaining intelligence from what you're hearing from the members. And if you've got a membership of 110,000 members, it's really hard to be getting feedback from uh, yeah. You know, one-on-one -on -one feedback, yeah, yeah. having staff call and say, hey, what's going on in your world? So that feedback is important, but you've automated it and you've made it, you know, and the other thing too is that whole, the whole idea of surveys. 
I have survey fatigue. I know everybody has survey fatigue. When I go on a trip, I, my airline wants to know how they did. The hotel wants to know how they did. Um, you know, my Uber driver, I give feedback on my Uber driver. So that whole survey piece, and I think what's unique about what you're doing is you're asking for a little bit of information a lot of times rather than a lot of information infrequently. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, again, there's, there's a lot there. Uh, I'm gonna, I want to touch on the, the member journey and I want to touch on the survey um, uh, fatigue because those are two different things. But, and the other thing you touched on is the scalability of being able to connect with your members. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of topics in there. Uh, this is a two hour podcast. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So talk let's quick. talk about the member journey for a second. Uh, you mentioned that this isn't just at the beginning of the member journey. That's uh, quite the contrary. Well, I, d- I don't want to say the contrary. It's at every point along the member journey, all the way from new member engagement And quite possibly even beforehand, we have a lot of customers that are using um, PropFuel to engage prospects to get them to join the member journey, right? To become members. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the prospects and then let's talk about the new member. Then we can talk about the rest of the journey. But you said you have uh, members using or or customers using PropFuel for prospects. Can you tell us what that looks like in layman's terms? Yeah, I mean, a lot of associations, um, generally speaking, because they're not businesses, are not looking at uh, uh, member acquisition as sales. When you look at their marketing teams, if they have a marketing team, um, you don't often find salespeople working for associations. Uh, They call them marketing and communications. And what they're doing is they're marketing and communicating around their events and around their programs. But you don't see a lot of people focused on driving memberships. It's one responsibility of the membership, uh, director of membership or whatever membership people you have on your team. It's one of their many responsibilities to drive prospects. So you might have some social media campaigns. You might have some other campaigns to, to draw attention to the association. But it's kind of like a side project in most cases. So prospecting, there's a lot to learn from the way businesses do prospecting that associations can utilize, but a big part of it is outreach, cold outreach to people that may be of interest. Now, that's a much bigger game than we can get into and claim credit for ourselves, but part of that process is reaching out to those people and drawing them in with a particular question. Did you know that dot, 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 or do you have a problem or do you struggle with X, Y, and Z? These are basically questions that you can ask in an email or write in the email. They can click on an answer. It might be multiple choice. It might be a rating. How much does blank affect your day-to-day operations? If they answer on a scale of one to five, something closer to four or five, that means they're feeling a pain that maybe your association can address. So there's lots of tactics that you can use by asking questions to potential members of your association. So that's, that's a, to be honest, I think that's a more sophisticated use of feedback. The best use of feedback comes, and I'm moving it down the journey a little bit. The best, best couple cases happen at the beginning and the end of the member journey. The beginning is the new member experience. So the new member comes on, you know, who is the most likely to open an email? And I kind of gave it away. 
it's the new member. The new members are the most anxious and, and available. However, you also know who the most likely not to renew is, the new member, which is really weird to think about. I learned that from our customers, actually. I didn't know that a few years ago. But so what we do is we, we are engaging new members by asking questions. And then the automated piece of it isn't just the questions that are going out through a drip campaign over the first year of the member. The automated piece is also what happens when they select a particular answer. So you might ask, why did you join? It's a sentiment question. It's not transactional and it's not behavioral. The question is, why did you join? Is it networking? Is it continuing education? Is it professional development? I guess that might be continuing education. Is it the um, because you want to support the industry and the advocacy? I mean, regardless of why they joined, based on how they answered, send them to a certain site. Right. So now what we're doing is we're getting them or give them certain information or give them access. If they join for networking, give them access to your next three networking events. If they join for a continuing education or a certification, give them access to sign up for that certification program they just wanted to participate in. Don't send them or maybe in addition to, but most associations only send a welcome email to new members with 50 links to click on. And the same email goes out to every single member. They don't care why they join the association. All they're doing is sending them a mass email. It's a dump truck, as Reggie Henry from ASAE says. It's a dump truck, and it dumps the, the information into their lap. What we're trying to do is engage members strategically by asking them, what do you want to know, and then giving it to them. And that's the automation. Every member gets a slightly different experience when they answer a question their way. Now, imagine asking questions, maybe 10, 12 questions over the year for each new member. They're not going to answer every one. Same with your members. You don't know when they have something to say to you. So you better be asking questions over the whole journey of their... Now, let's, let's look a little further down the journey. No, let's look a lot further down the journey. Let's think about... And we're skipping over a whole bunch of points where we want to capture feedback, like when they started their certification, when they finished their certification, when they paused their certification, when they signed up for a conference, when they attended a conference. I mean, all these are points along the member journey. ASAE recently did an evaluation of their, um, uh, what is it, their journeys, their customer journeys. And they came up with like 120 journeys that members of ASAE participate in. So let's look all the way at the end. Members that let their membership lapse. What happens oftentimes is an association says, hey, your membership's about to lapse. And then for many, they renew but many, many do not. And then they go into this, this, um, this grace period. For many associations, that's a 60-day grace period. So they go into this grace period and the association keeps sending them emails. Hey, your membership lapsed, you're in your grace period. But for many of them, it lapses. And then they go into this expired category where you might send them another email. Come on, please renew. And it's like an email giving them a link for some reason. And I can't tell you why, but for some reason, when you send an email, it says, did you know your membership lapsed? Yes or no. Very simple email straight to the point. And there's actually a question where in the email, they can click on an answer. And this is all done in a campaign that's triggering. So it's all automated. We know when somebody's membership lapsed and we send them this email through our platform. And then there might be a series of two or three emails 
But the emails, when they say, no, I didn't know, which happens a surprisingly high number of times, it's shocking how often when you ask, after sending them 30 emails saying your membership lapsed, then you ask them, hey, did you know your membership lapsed? They're like, no, you should tell me about that. We've actually gotten some membership responses for some of our customers. They're like, you know, you really should send emails telling people their membership is about to last. <laughs> so, but anyway, so when you ask them this question, did you know your membership lapsed? And they, they say no. Wouldn't it be cool to have them get a link that says you can renew right here, right now? And that's what happens. So we've found that the, the most direct correlation to revenue lies in not just retaining new members and measuring the member experience throughout the, all the journeys, but the, the biggest bang for the buck comes from regaining lapsed members and increasing the renewal rate because we're asking them questions along the way. So if you're asking questions, you're also gaining information. So we've talked specifically about how this affects or potentially affects associations along the member journey, but let's forget career stage or membership stage for now and just take a step back. Out of the things that I'm learning about my association, and I guess this would be different from every organization, but out of all of this that I'm learning from these little micro surveys, essentially, that you're doing, how does it affect my larger strategy and how does it potentially make me smarter? So I, I love that question because what you just did is, I think you, I don't know if you did this consciously or not, but we've been talking about um, the automated actions at the individual level, the personalized experience that we can deliver to members by asking them questions along the way, which then shoots them into a direction. It's almost like a, one of those books, um, the choose your path, uh, choose your own journey books that we used to read as kids. God, I love those things. But so in that case, the association is writing the chapter and PropFuel has the question at the end of the chapter says, okay, do you want to punch the shark in the nose or you want to poke it in the eye? You know, so that's kind of like, that's what we're doing based on their choice. We send them somewhere. That's at the micro level. That's the, that's the action. That's the automation. And I love that piece of it. However, what you're asking about is the insights that you can get out of asking questions. And that's kind of the traditional perspective of a survey, right? You ask a, a bunch of questions in a survey, maybe once a year. Most associations don't even do it that much, actually. But the better associations are sending a survey out once a year. It's a, it's a 20, 30-minute survey, that, and they get maybe 8 to 12% response rate after lots of nagging and maybe a little incentive. So you're getting the most engaged members to tell you something about their experience with your association once a year. And so what this is, I refer to often as a dissection. You're taking a member and you're dissecting them to learn what makes them tick. You're not capturing data at the point of their decisions or at the point of an interaction with, with you as an organization. It's still valuable. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying surveys are terrible, but what I am saying is that um, it's a very static look at a membership. Now, the way we handle, gosh, this sounds like such a sales pitch. I'm just very passionate about this approach. Whether you use Propule or you figure out how to do it on your own, I don't know how you would do that, but <laughs> you can try <laughs> to figure out how to do it on your own. But whether you're, you're, you're using Propule or not, 
the approach of asking questions over a period of time is going to do a couple things. Number one, you're still going to gain global insight as to what's happening in your membership. And number two, you're going to go much deeper on the bench over the course of the year. So over the course, course of the year, we have this thing we call the, uh, the, the global reach uh, rate. Is that right? It's something like the global reach rate. And what this is, is how deep into your membership are you getting feedback from over the course of the year? And it tends to be somewhere between 50 and 70%, depending on the association. That means we're getting 50 to 70% of your association members to talk to you, as opposed to a typical survey that gets 8 to 12% of your membership to talk to you. Really, really cool um, shift or pivot in the market. So again, the, the huge benefit of, of getting a feedback automation platform that captures data over a period of time is that you're going deeper into your bench and you're using it as a way to guide people down a particular journey. So this sounds complicated because if you are getting feedback from members, if I send you my answer back, I click on an option and that sends me in a direction. And then if I'm a different member and I click on a different option, I'm going in a different direction. You know, it sounds to me like pretty quickly, you could have all sorts of things going on. So just, I know that it's gotta be a complicated process to get this set up, but I think you've made it easier for people. And I'm guessing that rather than have to have the entire system set up, I'm guessing that this is a process where you can walk before you run. Is that, is that a fair assumption? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It, it does sound complex. And I think that's part of our problem is that here, it, what we're doing is we're creating a lot of personalized experiences, but it's really quite simple. And the setup is really, really easy. We connect to the AMS. That's, it's awesome. The, when we have an integration with an AMS, it, you type in like a passcode that you get from the AMS and boom, it's connected. It's a 45 second process to integrate. Whereas in the past, it would be months of connecting fields together. And uh, it's just the, the ability to integrate with new technology is just absolutely awesome now. So the integration is super easy. Aside from that, we work, we create campaigns and a campaign usually has a single purpose a new member campaign, a lapsed member campaign, a conference campaign, which tends to ask questions centered around a particular event, um, uh, a, a support campaign. So there's different campaigns. So we'll identify which are the most important campaigns. We set up the campaign, which is really a set of questions and a workflow of actions associated with each question. So that's the skeleton structure of this campaign that we're creating. And then you deposit members into it, you drop them into it, which the AMS does based on certain triggers, and they go through this experience. Now, what you see as the association executive, what you're seeing on the other end is the insight at the global level that can also drill down to the individual level. And one of the actions, I love this, one of the actions is a, an alert. So if you have a member that is screaming, saying, you know, you send out a, some sort of satisfaction, they give you a negative review, you can have an alert set to let you know that somebody's unhappy. 
So now I can, I get an email immediately after somebody submits a negative review and I can see, oh my gosh, Mary's really upset about something. Maybe I got to pick up the phone. So now you mentioned earlier an association like 100,000 members. Now that's a pretty darn big association. But even if you have 3,000 members, how do you know who to call and when to call them and what to call them about? Well, that's one of the cool things about this is when somebody is upset and you have an alert set up, now you know exactly who to call, when to call, and what to call them about. So anyway, that's, that's how we take this rather complex process and we drill it down into, uh, well, again, what we call a campaign. That's really just a skeleton of instructions saying, do this, and if this happens, then do that. If this happens, then do that. And it really doesn't take long to set that up. Yeah, so that's it. And so we'll set up the first few with you and we'll set them all up with you if you want. But oftentimes what happens is after we set up the first one or two campaigns, the association exec really takes over from there. They know what they're doing. It's really, really easy to program. And I don't even know if you know about this, but there's also the staff engagement piece of this. So we're talking about capturing member feedback but some associations have a staff of 10, 20, 50, 100 people, maybe even more. And for some reason, associations tend not to focus on their staff too much. They tend to focus on the members. I have a completely different philosophy as an entrepreneur. My last company had 40 employees and my job was to keep them happy. And if I knew, I knew if I did that, they would keep our customers happy. So I was 100% focused on my team. And the way you do that is you make sure you're asking your team questions on a regular basis. You make sure that they're giving recognition to each other, not just leadership passing recognition on. And you make sure that they're engaging and interacting with each other. So Profuel has, a, has an employee engagement module to it so that you're not only asking members questions, but your staff also can interact with each other and ask each other oh, questions. Love that. That is cool. So as we wrap up here, Let's say that I've heard this and I'm like, I got to look into this. Uh, this whole idea of sentiment analysis is cool. We're not using it. Feels like there's some opportunities here. If I'm that person, what are three questions that I need to be asking in order to get started on this whole process of discovery? I would ask, uh, so if you're, you're an association, if you're a marketing communications or a membership, generally speaking that those are the people that are interested in this maybe for the smaller associations it's an executive director but for the most part if, if you're that person and you're saying how do I improve the engagement with my members or if you're asking yourself um, how can I improve my retention rate or if you're asking yourself why are we seeing so many lapsed members you know, these are the kinds of questions that I think would drive you uh, right to Propfuel. That's what we can help with is retention, um, lapsed member, regaining lapsed members, new member engagement, and then existing member engagement. So th I think those are the questions. If, if uh, you said three, right? I did. Those are my three then. I'll, yeah, I'll stick yeah. with them. And, I could come uh, up with like 15 more. Are my employees I, happy? Do I know what my employees are thinking? Do I know what's driving my members? Oh man, there's so many questions. And I like to say, Dave, that the way we change tomorrow and the way we change the future is by the questions that we're asking today. Oh, amen, sister. Yeah. Absolutely.
absolutely. So it's been a joy to have you here today. Thank you. Thanks, Mary. I really like this. Thanks. I'm Mary Byers, and this is Successful Associations Today. Thank you.